0: Great That's pizza, Lee. A... Thank, Thank you, sir, honey. I, didn't I mean think it would be, be everybody. Well, We know that. Uh, who's got the SpongeBob uh, pajama on tonight? He might not destroy this. my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get out of here. He, he realizes he's in over
1: his head there. <laughs> 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 he in head there. <gasps> <I love him. laughs> tripod, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking into. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs>
0: I he dragged the microphone so he could talk into the main thing. they're obviously microphones. Hey, let's look at the <laughs> <of Gavis Island. laughs> As he spills cool. it, over, He empties the pitcher out. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> well, The year is 2009, and it's the 22nd of April. Only one week after our last show. You're wasting away on the North Coast. But I wasn't in the last show, so it really
1: doesn't count. <laughs> it really counted. And I haven't even now, listened to it. And it was the season
0: finale. You know, I didn't get to listen to it. Either. Yeah, it was a big season finale. Our ratings really spiked on that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> so now we'll answer all the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the uh, wrap-up to the big cliffhanger. <laughs> and the big wrap-up is Scott is here. So now we can move on. And Let's Greg. It's the first time we've all been here together oh, that's in a right. while. But... Uh, those people listening at home, Greg and Scott, are on opposite sides of the table. <laughs> <laughs> they're about the, as far away... opposite ends of the table. Uh, You're about as far away from each other as you can get in our crew right now. <laughs> and I'm Amigo Schmo. Greg. Mike. Scott. Mickey. And special guest... Jacob. We're better known as Junior. <laughs> uh, where, was, where were we? Where was we?
1: Where we was?
0: I don't... I, uh, I'm not pretty prepared here, guys. <laughs> well, it's only been lis- one week. Astute listeners will be able to hear a change now that we've started Season 7 because before, this show would follow the aftermath of volleyball, and now it follows golf. So that explains why it sounds different. Yeah, we're not as wiped out, really. <laughs> and also, more wiped out. also normally <laughs> we'd be at prime time, or Joe's primetime, but uh, mm-hmm. we're still at Zodiac. Yep. So that's why, actually, the show sounds exactly the same as it did mm-hmm. last week except it's Zodiac in the summer, except it's not summer yet. It's, is this what it's officially season 7? I think so. It's, I stopped it's paying about 100th episode, isn't it? The 100, welcome to the 100th no. episode. We're supposed, to have, <laughs> we're supposed to have the We don't
1: have anything monumental.
0: We're supposed to have the Even though you guys have been planning one for about a year and a half, <laughs> if know. not two years. It was years. supposed to be for the 100th episode. We thought it would we be in May. Yeah, it was weird 50. We like, were in Zodiac. Because it was supposed to coincide with last year's Oscars. Yes, yes. It's been yeah. over. <laughs> the big, mm-hmm. the big shindig with. Then it was supposed to be episode one hundred, but we we did say like the end of. We May. We predicted episode one hundred would be in May. May. In May it would be it with uh, golf. We knew it would right. be like kicking off golf, but here we are with no COVID. But it's April, so somebody's got to do something special for episode one hundred.
1: This is our hundredth episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really shouldn't have it then. I mean, this is lame for 100. <laughs> yeah.
0: right. We're going to have the coasters celebrate 100th no, really episode. Now, here's our real 100th episode. That's the beauty of our, our shows. Well, what well, do you we, want it to be 99.5 then? <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> would have to be a minute. You're right. That's it does. That's a good idea. Okay. okay. So not we have 99.5? So what's 20 what's going to change? 99.67295? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, well, maybe I'll do like a a ninety nine point zero point one like a like a OS ten update. <laughs> well, so we haven't done this in a well. while. We got some land sharks. Oh, uh, they sound horrible. They sound bad. Oh, I already got that one. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing croquet, we're not actually clinking bottles. <laughs> and uh, so, what's happened in the world of Buffett in the past week or so? Well, I have a really old story that I should have talked about last week, but uh, I wasn't able to get on to remind myself. And Scott wasn't here, and this is his favorite story of all time. So it's great that it coincides with what would have been episode 100. But Buffett World reports that uh, Buffett played a little April Fool's joke on his Twitter page. And of course when I found out that Jimmy Buffett had a Twitter page, I immediately tried to uh, add him or tried to follow him, but it turned out to be a private page. But Buffett World had access to it, and... uh, Jimmy Buffett posted, after a long discussion with Big Orange Finance Company, we have no choice but to cancel the summer school tour. And it was pretty obvious that it was an April Fool's joke because A, it was on April Fool's, and two, the Big Orange Finance Company is a reference to a recent South Park <laughs> episode in which Stan tries to return a Margaritaville machine to the Big Orange Finance Company. So it was in response to the South Park episode. I saw that people were quoting... Uh, Jimmy Buffett on Twitter. So I checked out the page uh, recently, just a few days ago, and it's it's public now. Okay. And it also does not appear to be written by Jimmy. It's written by his people, and it's basically like a little diary of the tour, because they were taking cell phone photos of the venue and and, and talking up the weather at the locations and stuff. how they were gearing up for the new show. So if you do want to follow Jimmy, it's uh, Twitter com- twitter.com slash Jimmy Buffett, and of course that's two T's. And you can also follow Buffett World and Buffett News at Twitter at twitter.com slash buffettworld, twitter.com slash buffettnews. And you can follow us at twitter.com slash waotnc. And Twitter has three T's. Yeah. And a follow-up to another recent story. We were talking last week about the, uh, the auction for the Adrian Shelley Foundation. Bidding is now over as of April 16th, and Jimmy's auction, the winning bid for Jimmy's auction, was three thousand six hundred twenty five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. She
1: saw Wow. <laughs> throwing yourself. Yeah, I the kid know. Is, his kid oh,
0: is here. I do tr- you tr- not you <laughs> do not control yourself on his Greg's kid's here?
1: Greg's big feet.
0: Oh well, he doesn't have big feet. I don't have big feet. <laughs> she was obviously trying to make him feel better. Another news story from April 16th that happened right after we recorded our show, so we weren't able to talk about it, but it's a pretty cool news story. Rock writer Bill Flanagan was interviewing Bob Dylan and asked him who his favorite songwriters are, and Bob Dylan said, first name, he said, was Jimmy
1: Buffett. Wow. You know, yeah, I'm very, you know, know, I guess... uh, you know if you if you work hard enough some people like what you do so uh when it happens to be bob dylan i uh i'm just i'm humbled and honored you know i mean shoot that's about it as an old folky particularly you yeah know? uh yeah i mean gee you know i don't need any other awards than that yeah and he's <laughs> even covered uh pirate right Luxa 40 he did pirate yeah mm-hmm. i knew that and i'd heard it because he did it he did it with joan baez in like in the 80s somewhere and he Every now and then somebody'll see a show and said that he he did it. So when you got Jack Johnson and Bob Dylan doing your songs, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was uh, Jimmy before the Dallas show on Saturday. He's got such a good radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill Flanagan actually pressed Bob Dylan on what songs he likes about it, and he's and Bo- and Bob Dylan responded with "Death of an Unpopular Poet," and he went to he went to Paris, which I think are pretty two pretty yeah. uh, really good wow. choices. Absolutely. To show off uh, Jimmy's songwriting skills, especially album. he went to Paris. I think that is a is an awesome song, yep. lyrically and musically. Yep, Indeed. When they were talking about uh, Bob Dylan covering "A Pirate Looks at 40, I immediately had to go looking for it, and I don't know that much about about Bob Dylan, so I was I thought it might be like a studio recording or something, but I didn't find any kind of studio recording. I did find the concert that Jimmy was talking about, which took place in, in June of 1982 in Pasadena. Um, thanks to the good folks at piratebay.org, long may they sail, may the wind be always at their back. Um, so this is the recording that they're talking about from uh, June 1982, Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, singing in Pirate Looks at 40. I oh, ocean I am Nothing to plunder, I've been over 46, come
1: The younger women
0: lived with several a while, and only for them you stay, they still could manage a mile, it just takes a while. we wow. I can't hear it. Um, Here's here's another audio file. It's a reference to last week's show when we were talking about um, marketing ideas for for Jimmy that he could uh, add the Margaritaville banner to. And uh, we got a response from listener Dom Kuhn. And uh, here's what he had to say. He used our Skype line at 734-274-5959. And uh, here's an actual legitimate voicemail message. We haven't had one of those in months. Hey, guys, this is uh, Dom Coon down from Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, just listened to the show
1: uh, 99, great show. Uh, really enjoying it. Uh, but I thought you missed a very obvious uh, song uh, for uh, for merchandise, song, a song reference, and that would be uh, the Margaritaville Domino set for Domino College. Uh, kind of corny,
0: but, yeah, I think that'll work. Y'all have a good one. It sounds like Jimmy. I think mean Jimmy comes <laughs> from Mississippi. I know, and he's given us p- a tip that that's the next item that's coming exactly. out. Exactly. If there, there's no other explanation, that's I a good suggestion. I like that. I don't know why we didn't think of that. Well, because we suck. But <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a million more out there. But yeah, I'd. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how to play those. but it doesn't matter. You'd buy them. Yeah. If you went to the margaritaville store and they had them there, you'd buy. Them. When you go to college? <laughs> no, part. that was a Domino. good suggestion. Very good suggestion. We should have come up with that. Not, I'm just so happy we had a call that wasn't a wrong number. <laughs> and <laughs> they did call, the call stage us gay ones. <laughs> <laughs> and probably uh, the biggest story that I saved for the end, I buried the lead, is that uh, Jimmy's back on tour. He's already done three shows in the, in the summer school, the official summer school tour. And he's got two more shows coming up. There's another one. In North Carolina tomorrow in Raleigh, and a show on Saturday in Tampa. Oh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. (laughs) And he started it off in Atlanta on April 16th, followed by a show in Frisco, which is by Dallas, on Saturday. And then yesterday, he just finished a show in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I had heard on Radio Margaritaville, the summer school... Tune the new tune that's right, which was I must have been from the Atlanta show because it was on Friday. Oh, I thought you heard like some studio version. No, no, no. Well, wasn't the uh, snippet that he played on Google Earth? Wasn't that a studio version? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Like a demo kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't live. But this this was a it was live and uh, but it was very well done and it was uh, it sounded great. I really liked it. I thought it was. uh, like the rocker. I did like it when he, I listened yeah, I to the, the it. Atlanta show. The only thing that, that caught me though that, is that it mentioned the recession and again right. it might have been another couple very topical it's to date itself. Exactly. That's what I was yeah. afraid of when I heard it. And,
1: nah, and that's exactly
0: years, where I went. I, five years from now it'll be current again. I really
1: liked the music. Um, you know, I, I thought the same thing. It had good, good, you got good vibes for it and then it was topical again. You don't want to make it too topical. Right, get over the recession real, thing. Had to, you know? It bothered me a little bit. Yeah, the,
0: the, the we have a lot to drink about, or whatever the name of that song is. Like, he's just can change it every show, and he can add the Somali pirates into it and stuff. So and then it just becomes a show-only kind of tune, and he can, like, change it completely. I mean, keep adding things to it. So in that case, that could be topical, and that's that's what that sh- song is. So that's a novelty song. Yeah, that's it's what like a novelty. Right. But the summer school. Did should didn't know that, that it was really intended that way? Because he wasn't that way through the whole song. He just mentioned a couple little things. But maybe because it was live, he's being, he's always topical. Live, he changes things. Oh, so you're you're thinking the studio version's not going to have that verse? Yeah, it's no, I think, think, it it think it is. I think it is. Because he's already quoted that lyric. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Elsewhere, he quoted it so in, there, in, the pre- in the pre-show. I don't think it's that proven till he make the studio version. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like the song overall. Well, I don't think referring to the the recession is going to be all that topical. It's not like um, mentioning Michael Phelps or something like that, which yeah. is going to be really topical. The recession is going to be around for a couple years. Yeah, it's not like he hasn't done other references, you know, similar references in other songs, and they've lived on. You know, I mean, but just hit me. Speaking of the Atlanta concert, weren't we supposed to review it? It sounded, uh, it sounded great. I listened to the Atlanta show almost the whole thing. I did listen to the whole thing. It was good. Yeah, I really liked the Atlanta show, and it's and yeah. after it was over, it's like, well, there's there's nothing Jimmy can do. He's just gonna have to repeat this because it was so good. And sure enough, the concert on Saturday was pretty much the same. But I mean, I can't fault him. I mean, that's the way tours go. But the the opening night was just so cool to hear those rare songs. That, uh, yeah, I was... Like, that hearing him on Saturday was kind of a letdown. But then again, what else is he going to do? I mean, he can't make every single show entirely unique. You get the set list there? Yeah. Um, he started out with... Buffett News reports that he started off with the Finns intro, like last tour, but he didn't. He started off with... Uh, I can't figure out how to describe it, but it's like the chords they play, like a Mexican band plays when the when the Toreador comes or the Matador comes out. It's kind of like what they play when Don Rickles comes on a talk show. Um, yeah, that kind of fanfare, and that's what it was. But, but they, it was like a cross between that Mexican intro thing and also a surfer song. The official first song was Laj Namé, which uh, was last played in 2000 in Irvine, California. It so sounds pretty cool. Really? And I have to admit, it took me a couple seconds before I remember what, remembered what song it was. Because it really sounded like Gravity Storm when it oh, first started. I was listening to it. And like, I'm thinking, oh my six. god, Jimmy, listen to my ultimate set list from episode XX <laughs> whatever. It was less than 100, the episode number. Yeah. And uh, song two was Stars on the Water, which was yes. good to hear again. Yeah, And I thought it sounded really good. That's a good in-concert yeah.
1: song. And once That's again, song. he seemed to enjoy it. Like, he was really singing it, like, into it, not just singing it because he was getting paid
0: for several million dollars. <laughs> he was
1: laughing, and a good time on stage the
0: whole time. Song three was the one that Mike just mentioned, Summer School, and the live debut of this song. Pretty early in the show. So it was our first chance to hear not just the snippet on Google Earth, but to hear the whole song. And I, I kind of like, you were ripping it the first time, saying it sounded like Kenny Chesney. This, this, the live version didn't hit me as a penny as a chip. No, I liked it. I thought it was great. Track four or song four it's five o'clock somewhere which I think he's played before. Um, song five Mañana which yeah, was pretty yeah, cool. I thought, was a, I thought this was, was somewhat of a rarity but uh, Buffett Nia says that it was last performed in 2008 yeah, he, in he, Bristow. He threw a couple of uh, references in there like American Idol in a, a fish concert instead of Okay. Yeah concert. Yeah Yeah He, he did He kind of I hope American Idol Never plays one of my songs so I like oh, that Oh yeah That's cool Yeah the, the, To end the song Yeah, yeah That was That well, was well, the, cool you know, Wow I like it even better Yeah and Now I he think, likes the topicals and I <laughs> think secretly <laughs> There's no he pleasing He can do that guy. in a live show That's fine <laughs> I think secretly Jimmy really wishes that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <he laughs> And it's exactly What I thought When I heard him Like he's begging American Idol He says that now But if they're gonna Base a whole show Around him Song six Conky Tonkin which Jimmy apologized for not having played before. This is the first known live performance of the song, and he shared singing duties with Nadira on this one. Yes, I mentioned here, it's an excellent background vocals, especially when she sings about a purple thong and a beach ball. <laughs> That's when I started writing things down about the See, she, concert. Going back if we,
1: if we, you know, to our review of her album, this is one of those songs where she, she sounded good. Like... Like the songs that she picked for that album didn't to me show her stuff. She was well within her range. I was talking
0: about the purple thong. One, yeah,
1: <laughs> she was well within her range during this performance, and I I enjoyed it. Or maybe she's just better live. I'm not sure which, but.
0: And uh, the rest of the first set. By the way, Jimmy is back to doing two sets with an encore. I mean, an intermission in the middle. Man, I'm losing it. Doing two sets with an intermission in the middle yeah, ends. He started Nicole ending he with an the inter- encore in the middle, and then he started ending with the intermission. <laughs> the intermission. He should. He days. should ask. <laughs> it moves towns. Ask everybody to just stay there for ten minutes, and <laughs> then disappears. leave. and that would be the intermission <laughs> part of the show. <laughs> But heck, they already saw the encore halfway. Through. And then people like, "Let's leave before intermission. We want to beat the traffic." <laughs> and then you get people like us. Look at these people leaving early. They're not fans at all. As I was about to say, the rest of the first set is uh, is a lot of the greatest hits. I was kind of surprised that he got rid that not got rid of that he uh, he went to these songs so early in the show. That's uh, I was thinking, Atlanta, changes like- in latitude starts it off, followed by volcano, then cheeseburger, come Monday. Son of a son of a sailor, and then the uh, pairing of brown-eyed girl in one particular harbor, and one particular harbor just like last year is the end of the set. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that um, yeah. Ralph and Robert on the, you uh, call it the percussion and pan, I guess. Just I always love that just the way that they play. That mm-hmm. It just sounds especially live, just really good. And then volcano, the way it always starts off volcano. Yeah. It's just it, it, it's just like you know it hits.
1: Do 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 do.
0: And uh how'd that go again? <laughs> <laughs> did I miss <laughs> No. That's that's gonna be our ringtone. I'm gonna put that up on the side of the ringtone. As a uh, tip of the hat to Mike when Jimmy came back for the second set. He played a solo ukulele. Yes. Hey! If hey. Oh, you yes, didn't, so you didn't you listen. <laughs> you weren't kidding. Yeah, ukulele. Kidding. Opie, you li- ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. you have to get a ukulele, like Jimmy's. And the song he song he played was "My Head Hurts, My Feet Stink, and I Don't Love Jesus." And I That'd I would like this to I've be a single time. on iTunes or something. I love this. I'm gonna have to learn that. And then uh, this was all part of them recreating their uh, little Key West medley. um, The next song was I Heard I Was in Town And then as a tribute to Captain Tony Obviously they did a full band version Of Last Minute in Paris With a little Lava Uh, Don't screw up You're you're (laughs) finally right about that No, that's Volcano Uh, (laughs) That's lava No, it's beach music, beach
1: music Just (laughs) play
0: I wrote it phonetically Now I can't even say it you wrote it phonetically, just put the right... And just read it. <laughs> just put yeah, the I right spelling. If you wrote la-va, then it's not phonetically. la V don sa Hey. <laughs> lava, he put, lava. Yeah, a even... <laughs> la Lava. la It doesn't even... la la V don Katie. That's Don, don, don King. What? what? Don King? Don I King. was... D-A-N-C-A-T-E. D- I was working with right? Don, don, don doing King. Loves. Loving Don King. <laughs>
1: Well, if that's phonetics, then... They in, with the I'm, the I'm, the, I'm in the wrong business yeah.
0: because I don't know the deep that. Loving Dan, loving Don Dan Don. Katie. Loving he Dan threw in a little Dan. Loving Don King at the end of that song. Then Jimmy brought back uh, one of the big songs from the Hawaii concerts, I Feel Like Going Surfing in a Hurricane, which led immediately into Southern Cross, which led into A Pirate Looks at 40. Can I stop for a second? Going back to the new song, he did come clean and say he wrote it with Will Kimbrough, Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't know if he mentioned that before, but we assumed. Yeah, I think Will Kimbrough kind of hinted at that. Yeah, and uh, I like what Jimmy had to say about uh, Pirate Looks at 40 on Saturday.
1: Here's to the good pirates. We'll deal with those Somali fuckers later, you know.
0: And then he did the other big new song from Hawaii, A Lot to Drink About. And then another song from License to Chill," "Coast of Carolina," last played in June of two thousand eight. And oh, I like that song. this is where uh, my um, Raleigh, North Carolina. My iPod is paused at this moment. Oh, so you don't right know what the next song song is? No, I don't know. Right before this song. I okay, guess. spoiler warning know for oh, No, la 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 la. Jimmy went back to. Uh, loving Don King, loving Donkey. <laughs> Jimmy um, performed another song from Jesse Winchester. And it says that it's the first known live performance of this song, although fans of Jimmy might have heard this earlier since it's on an Evangeline album, the first Evangeline album. It's uh, Rumba Man. And I'm so used to the Evangeline version, I keep expecting it to be Rumba Girl, because that's what they called her when they sang it. And uh, we're all supposed to dance during this song, but I, I think most people I headed to the out. aisles. I, I don't know why, I just got that feeling. Um... And then uh, and then Jimmy scolded everybody who uh, went to the lavatory during Man by playing Margaritaville immediately afterward and catching everybody by surprise. And my favorite serves them song. Right. Can he Good goes back about the <laughs> And then and then uh, the song after that was Fins, Oops. which uh, wraps up the the second set and then he first encore was Where the People Our Parents Warned Us About. And then after the band intros, Jimmy launched into "Yellow Submarine" of all songs. I thought that was interesting. The first known live performance of "Yellow Submarine" on this date, April 16. Oh, I really like. 18 April 18. Do what? I said I never really liked that song. The Beatles are never gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're they're never gonna make it in the music industry. <laughs> it just seemed, it just seemed <laughs> to go on. They're the Scarlett Johansson. of music groups. <laughs> <laughs> And just just uh because of the Bob Dylan reference, Jimmy's solo encore was He Went to Paris. Cool. Do 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 yeah. yeah. Wasn't that Greg's ringtone? What? No, that's me. Oh. I think I was doing like a Seinfeld intro in <laughs> Seinfeld bump. The uh show from Saturday was kinda the same. Except I haven't listened to that whole show. Yeah, except Jimmy. Added fruitcakes to the end of the second set. Right before uh, yeah, he moved Rumba Man up and then put fruitcakes where Rumba Man would have gone. And then for the first encore he did Livingston Saturday nights. Ooh, there now you're talking. Which Buffett World says is was last played on April 14th, 1995 in Charleston, South Carolina. And this is the first time the song was performed without Greg Fingers Taylor and then uh, they did Yellow Submarine again and uh, they shifted a lot to drink about to the solo second encore so what do you have to say about that? Very interesting so think, Jeff? Ooh Hey <laughs> just There you go to Every song you talk about That's the other ringtone <laughs> So how did Which I become the host of this show? Great <laughs> yeah The host the most, most. The most. <laughs> <laughs> Like that Fast, really? That's yeah. uh Super Mario. That's what you were doing. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Super you weren't Mario. doing Volcano. Yeah. You were doing Super Mario. <laughs> it actually, sounded like uh sounded like Donkey Kong. Original Mario. I don't know. And then da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Do yeah, yeah. There you go. See you do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's Volcano. where does Volcano go? Starting out, how does it go? No, you're right. Except Just that last that note. last note. <laughs> 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 no. The wrong way. He, he built up the. Uh, I think it's time for a Roger Klein podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 now, do do Super Mario Green and Dumb. Now we do have uh, Roger Klein. That's not two news, weeks, we know, it, but it's or coming up soon. Less than three weeks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I want to go to Chicago. So. I'm got that. I have that golf right now. on the Chicago day. I might do the Cleveland. I don't know. It's Sunday, I can't do this Sunday. No, let's skip. I would take Monday off. But uh, it's going to be an interesting experience. Yeah, in that little venue. I, I don't know. I don't there know why I get so like, nervous about binging. it. it, know, doesn't it matter. He's terrible. playing in that Indiana. That place in Indiana you can't drink. It's like oh, yeah. a. It's like a seminary. Or a seminary. seminary? <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, <laughs> seminary. <send-a-manary>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a pause. Right <laughs> I wasn't sure. It must be the Sem- the word. Um, um, but oh, but, oh, but oh, they've yeah, had lots of seconds. acts. They've had many different acts that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't expect. So, but yeah, there's no drinking during the show. It's a dry. Right, show. And I'm not so much worried. This about isn't the jar and the drinking and the or the that thing. I'm just concerned. The standing. The yeah, that and this, the sound. I mean, this is a loud band. <laughs> I don't know if the foundation of that building can well, take. Well, don't do a sound check. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a little worried of like falling down because it's like in the upstairs, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're. In- yeah, yeah, you have to climb upstairs to get there, right? <laughs> right, there's there's something under the yeah. place. <laughs> no, this, I mean, this is going to be loud. This, this little band? Jeez. <laughs> we'll, they'll do a sound check and stuff. Okay, shut PH slamming the, the drums up there. <laughs> Big, huge PH. <sighs> so, I guess that's the end of the Roger Clive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you? You mean exasperated? I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. That word so Extinguished.
1: Cinnamon carry. Yeah, you missed a good one. one, one that that you got to listen it. to that one. Cinnamon carry. I said it right. Oh, you did You He said it right. said it slowly.
0: He just said it slowly. He said it phonetically. <laughs> so it involved yeah. Down King? <laughs> yeah. So what else? else. Anyway, overall, I enjoyed the Atlanta show that I've heard and uh, yeah, I just thought he was having fun and I was I was pleasantly surprised by some of the songs. So, I'm looking forward to listening to the Dallas show. And our show is so off, so way off. In <coughs> August? Yeah. Have we got tickets so long ago? <laughs> no. Maybe that's what we have the ghosties. Oh yeah, that's it. We should <laughs> do it in the parking lot involve everybody get a big PA system yeah that'd be great yeah, yeah, so. how many 99 point somethings are we gonna have to have between now? it all depends on you guys that's what I was asking earlier when we came up with the stalling the episode <laughs> I, uh, I'm i not for the stalling we'll do the coasties it doesn't have to coincide with any but Scott's point is the 100th episode should be a... more of an event yeah,
1: yeah an event. I think we need hug Patty we need to have something an event would you say we need to have hug Patty. Oh, I said we need, <laughs> we need to hug, hug Patty. We need to hug Hog Patty. Hog Patty? That's quite an event. We have to hug Patty. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she she will like that. Whatever <laughs> that is. I'm pretty
0: sure she's done with that
1: hogging
0: her. <laughs> Alright, do we have parts for this joke or No, it's just me. Okay. Alright, just Mick. Yeah, since I've already taken over uh mm-hmm. <laughs> doing everything else. Yeah, awesome. yeah, the host of the most. The, the most um, I, heard this, I heard this joke uh, from a video on Boing Boing, so if there are any Boing Boing listeners, you've probably already heard this before. But it comes from... there are any listeners, let alone Boing Boing listeners. I guess <laughs> the answer is, <laughs> well, they're Boing yeah. Boing. Then... <laughs> this joke comes from Clement Freud, who is the grandson of Sigmund Freud, and he recently passed away. But... Uh, um. I think the BBC or something like that put up a video of him telling his, his joke. He, he thinks this is the funniest joke ever. So here we go. This guy is really upset because it's, he keeps going to the bar every night and his wife has said, the next time you come home drunk from the bar, that's it. We're through. I'm out of here. And he's very distraught because unlike most of the guys here, he doesn't know what he's going to do without his wife. So he's, he's very upset about this. And, uh, and, of course, the only way he can cope with it is to go to the bar and get drunk. And he gets so drunk this particular night that he ends up puking all over himself. And he's going, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? And his, his friend says, no, 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 here's what you do. Just tell your wife that somebody else puked on you. And even better, here's 20 bucks, and tell her that the guy that puked on you was so upset that he gave you 20 bucks to cover the cleaning bill. And they agree that this is such a great plan that they continue drinking for another three or four hours to celebrate how great a plan this is. He finally comes home, and when his wife sees him, she's livid. And he goes, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. It's not me. There was this other guy, and he puked on me, and he gave me 20 bucks to cover the cleaning bill. And she goes, oh, really? So how come you have two $20 bills? And he goes, oh, that. That's from the guy that took a shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> funniest joke ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That fits According right in to the, the grandson
0: of Sigmund Freud, that's the funniest <laughs> joke ever. <Yeah. laughs> Who would have thought the grandson of Sigmund Freud would make an appearance on the 100th episode? No, he's stretching it. <laughs> All right, then I became no, unfunny. <laughs> <laughs>